Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 55 of the Odyssey podcast, brought to you by Apex Coaching Systems. Ligia, it, it, this is something that's on my brain all the time, right? And, and systems is super important. I really neglected it when I was younger, and I feel like as a younger trainer, I really suffered by it. And so the first piece of, maybe not the first piece of advice I would give to younger coaches, because you need to love it. A close second is getting your systems in order, right? Because you can, if your systems are in order, it saves the time to actually coach. And this is one of the big reasons why we've we've invested in upgrading and overhauling our, our systems is to give us the time to actually coach. And, and working with somebody like Lucia, it, it makes me angry that we haven't done this before because it's, it's a no-brainer in my mind. And so if you're a coach or an aspiring coach, you're new to it, or even if you've been into it a long time, it is never too late to upgrade and overhaul your systems. And I, I, I highly, highly recommend it. And Lucia has been so accommodating and has like pointed out things that we haven't even considered and is very, very conversational, very easy to work with. So 10 out of 10, absolutely recommend, 100%. 100%. Back by popular demand for another episode is Clarice Ty. Clarice, we had you on a few weeks ago. How have you been since? Hello, hello. Long time no chat. <laughs> I've been looking Greece. forward to this conversation now, I must say. This has been, this, it was, we were anticipating it when you were on last because you were, how was, you were just about to fly out to Spain? Yeah, I think that was the same week, right? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously it's, it's come and gone. We've had a competition come and go in the, in the meantime, you've had a busy couple of weeks. It's, it's been pretty hectic. Yeah. We've got <laughs> 26 lifters at Euros and then handled near 21 at a varsity so it's been a busy two weeks but a great two weeks a very wholesome two weeks brilliant how there's a lot of prep time i feel like people don't appreciate how much prep time goes into especially you like you put your heart and soul into the preparation of it and i feel i've gotten a ton of feedback from it for some reason of people saying how great you were and how much they appreciated the, the effort that you put into to reaching out beforehand and touching base and just getting to know the person, getting a feel for what they want, how their prep has been, because, and we, we've had this conversation recently, having some extra little bits of information, let's say if somebody's, somebody's uh, training on paper could look really great, but there's a sneaky weight cut that comes in there, or they might have anxiety around certain numbers. So to, to get some one-on-one contact is, is really, really good. But people don't seem to understand that the, the amount of work that kind of goes into it. How did you approach that, or how? Like, because was there a lot of new people? But was it was this a lot of people's first time there going was, international? There was five. Okay. First, first caps at mm. this comp, which was which was a lot. But yeah, I mean, the preparation of it is is vital. It's something that we've always put a lot of effort into because of how vital it is right mm. i mean the, the first time that we came on board uh as as the coaching team it was all of our first times handling all of the athletes on the masters team so mm. a couple of weeks out you know there's a lot of reaching out to them you know we, we have a like a google form just reach out to them get a little bit of insight into not just how their training is but how they are as people what their you know emotions are like when when they're lifting what their preferences are and then a little bit closer to the time, then we'll send kind of a, a follow up. And that's where we'll get a little bit more insight as to what their heaviest lifts have been in, in training, uh, projected attempts, planned op- planned openers, warm ups, all that good stuff. Uh, so naturally, we kind of come to know a little bit more about the lifter there. Of course, there's still 
getting to know them on the day. We're very lucky in that we ourselves have a couple of the lifters that are our actual one-on-one yeah. lifters too. So obviously that's that's obviously very handy because we know them inside and out and we can share extra info with the other coaches on the team. But I mean, this was our third international with this team. So we've gotten to know these athletes pretty damn well, I would say, over the course of the last, what, two years, October 2022. Love that. Um, the first the first run with them so yeah we've gotten to know them really well but then of course the the new people that have come on board first of all welcome to the team and secondly yeah we did we did put that same effort into getting to know them also anyone that was returning to the team of course got information as to if there was anything new that mm. popped up you know people moving up weight classes maybe just recent training um health issues etc all that good stuff so yeah a lot a lot of prep goes into not just getting to know the lifter as best we can to do our best for them, but also their competition, right? Because the Masters lifters are hella competitive internationally. So whilst we're all trying to learn about those lifters, we're simultaneously trying to get as much information as we can about their competitors. So we Mm. can kind of be well informed as to what jumps other nations might be making and what kind of strategies other coaches tend to tend to have so that that's another tool in our toolbox to aid in our attempt selection Mm. i suppose it speaks to the the value of having a consistent coaching team like i i i know that like the master's coaching team is fairly locked in at this stage and it's cool like i the two internationals that i've been to have been western so it, it seems to vary a lot each year so it's only now that i'm kind of realizing yeah you've had the same team go abroad and and it's really cool to imagine like your your international game day handling and handling these people just improves time and time again. That's that sounds really, really cool. So I suppose it speaks it speaks to the value of a consistent team and lift of lifters and a consistent team of coaches. Because I'm sure there's a couple of there's a couple of characters on the international coaching team that we know even conversationally. It's cool that we can start to know. Well, like, well, I know that fella there. He he's he likes to play a few mind games, or he likes to to call people out on stuff. It's cool that you start to get that insight into what other coaches do, and you can try and plan for that. Do you know what I mean? That's mad. That's mad interesting. This is only occurring to me now. It uh, it can become a, an iterative process rather totally. than oftentimes like. I found with some experience coaching, you know, juniors, sub juniors, that it isn't that. You know, it's kind of a one and done they may never compete internationally again that's kind of the nature of the sport so with opening and particularly masters you get to really kind of like like clarice has the last three meets three three masters international meets yeah you know you've you've had the bulk of that team has been the same three times you know and in 18 months time you'll have had probably three more meets with the same people so it will just be it's already smooth running you know but it'll be a a a well-oiled machine at that point yeah, it, it really quick, is. Quick question I had actually while we were talking about that because so something we take seriously as coaches is that kind of information gathering, doing our prep work. And and that's not like that's not like just the standard. You know what I mean? It's it's easy, especially people who are who are new to the international uh scene might take that for granted, but like that's a very new process that that pretty much you and I and Connor have introduced at the international competitions that we've attended do you know what i mean um what do you feel are like the key takeaways from from that prep that you do what what do you feel are like the the piece of information that really translate the most to a positive um 
you know, coach athlete experience on competition day? I think, I mean, obviously the, the numerical stuff is mm. important, right? Because that does guide a lot of our decision making on the day. But I think for me, what I've found to be the most beneficial is the non-numerical stuff. You know, that tell me about yourself, like what is your, what is, what are your emotions like on comp day? What energy do you need? Because I think when you get to know them first as humans, then you can get to know them as lifters. So if you learn about them as just a person, then you are better equipped to handle them because then you can kind of tease out whatever emotion it is that, that they need, whatever energy it is that they need. So I think it's that more personable side of it. I wonder as well, because there's an information gathering, it's like a transac- transactional, it's very cold word to put on it. It's not just that though, is it? It's, it's, it's reaching out and establishing a relationship and establishing trust so that on the day, if you're making a call on lifters behalf, not only have you the information to inform that call, but they trust you that that, that call is being made with their best interest and you're not, I, I don't know what the alternative is to be honest, but it is just establishing that rapport and and it's it's so it's aside from just a performance optimization point of view, from just an experience optimizing, it's fucking great. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I've I've been lucky that I've known either the people that we've been handling at international meets or that we've just gotten the chance to to sit down, whether it's the day before or the week before, and just have a chat and touch base and see what this person is about. Because if nothing else, you start to get a flavor of what this means to the person. So when you're coming off the platform with them it's it it makes it magic you know what i mean so i i i I get that's i can imagine that's a big part of your process as well it's like what does this mean to this person here like the the likes of helen and marade are two that jump out to me like they've got great stories and on on paper you're looking at not only are you looking at records and stuff like that but the story behind it and getting a sense of the, the person just really makes that experience super super special I, I, i'd imagine that's a, like a core tenet of your coaching philosophy full stop Therese. oh 100 percent. and i think i think that's maybe why our, our coaching team and, and the masters team as a whole work so well because we really do work as a team yeah right we are all so invested in these athletes we care so much about these athletes and the team knows that they they see that they see the effort that goes in not just in getting to know them but getting to know a little bit more about their competitors they they, they see all that they've commented on it and that has helped build a more trusting relationship they they really do just put the calls in our hands they're yeah I, I think just just to your point like it really does feel like feel like a team and I think other nations have commented as well when we are international and just how wholesome the Irish team is because the, yeah, obviously the coaches are supporting our athletes and we have the, the nice little moments at the side of the platform, but also you can see the Irish athletes in the crowd supporting mm. their, their fellow athletes. So and everyone and everyone, and that's everyone. the thing about the Irish, that's they it. just yeah. not a show up and cheer for everyone. <laughs> Literally. Like I think take it for no, a given. 90% of the, of the crowd at Euros was, Irish athletes and the athletes' families. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, love that for us. The Irish travel well. <laughs> we do. It's so wholesome. Grace, talk us through then. Okay, so 
it's a week. The competition was a week long. Is that right? Let's let's start to dig into the the nuts and bolts, the nitty gritty of the of the performances of the lifters. What? How did it look like? Yeah, so it was a Monday to Sunday um, competition week. Start, yeah, long week. Twenty six lifters um, was due to be twenty seven, but um, Neve Savage unfortunately had to pull out. So we wish her well in her recovery from injury, and hopefully see her at the next one. Mm. But started off with Monday, we had the M3 lifters. So for us, that was Caroline Maraid. They were both in the 63s. And then we had Mary Fusco in the 76s. Monday, I'm sure everyone knows, was a little bit of a, we'll say maybe whirlwind of emotions. There was, yeah. in, in, in one sense, we had an, a European champion. But then there was a little bit of... I think disappointment for for Maraid. Unfortunately, we didn't quite get the result we were looking for, and there was um, unfortunately a bombing on on squats. But I really do think it's important that we kind of take a minute to a congratulate Caroline on a fucking phenomenal performance, going Absolutely. nine for nine. I think she was nominated maybe fourth or fifth going into the comp, and she executed to a T she she deserved that gold and was really, really really proud of her going up to the 63s as well I think was a phenomenal shout for her she got her 100 kilo squat which I know was a, a massive massive milestone for her so yeah huge huge day from from Caroline and it was it is always a, a, a privilege to hear Rana Veen being played and yeah she she deserved to to stand on top of that podium with with her performance so again massive massive well done to Caroline if she's listening on top of all of those, you know, individual like uh, obviously gold total, silver squat, bronze bench, silver deadlift, nine for yeah. nine. She also just PR'd her total, which you'll see. Like we're operating, we're looking at a bit of a recap sheet, and that we put together beforehand. You'll see how almost rare it is to see total PRs at this level. First of all, at international mm. competitions, but also just among such seasoned competitors, mm-hmm. it's rare to see a total PR, and she hit a total PR you know, when, when it mattered. So yeah, definitely massive, massive congrats to Caroline. Yeah. She, she, she smashed it, uh, smashed it and yeah, just delighted for her. Um, and then Maraid, so Maraid, one of my lifters. So as I said, unfortunately we didn't have the, the result that we wanted on squat. She had a, such a brilliant prep. I, I really do think it's important that we know just how incredible of an athlete she truly is. Uh, I think she was nominated second, coming into this into this competition warm-ups were fabulous soup she's such a strong squatter um but unfortunately depth just wasn't there on the platform it was there in the warm-up room but it just kind of left us briefly for for three lifts uh and yeah it was it was very unfortunate however she she came back for for bench now very very difficult and I think this is really where it's just a true, a true kind of telling of just her her character and her competitive spirit, because there are not many people, not many lifters in this world that would bomb on squat and still face the day and come out to do bench and deadlift. There was actually another lady in that session, I think a Spanish lifter, who bombed and she did leave. She didn't do bench. She didn't do deadlift and fair enough you know everyone is yeah yeah, everyone's entitled to deal with that experience however they see fit but after that happened to Marie we just we sat down the two of us in the corner and we said look 
we have two options we quit or we just dust ourselves off and, and we move on and we and we push and, and we keep going and she did that and she did it incredibly fucking well uh bench i think we kind of just went through the motions a little bit we did drop opener on both bench and and deadlift just to mm. you know kind of get oh, the yeah. get the confidence back a little bit so bench went through the motions ended on 42 she's done 45 multiple times in training but understandably shaking after shaking after the the squat experience totally. kind of missed that missed that third of 45 but we'll be back for that and then deadlift she came out with a bronze medal 122.5 was absolutely incredible again like there there genuinely is not many people that would go through that experience and then continue to just show up for themselves and for the team and she did that and that was the monday and she proceeded to stick around for the rest of the week and cheer on her team so phenomenal stuff as i said a, a true kind of testament to just how incredible she is not just as an athlete but but as a person and yeah i'm super super excited to see her come back at masters nationals and have the day out that Cherie deserves and this is something i wanted to speak to as was, was like i married in my eyes is a uh not just like a testament or an example of master's powerlifting, but an example of what powerlifting means to so many people and mm. what it means to me for one. Um, you know, she found powerlifting in her sixties. That's, is that correct? Yeah. 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 She found the sport of powerlifting in her sixties after dealing with a, v- a variety of health complications. Am I right in saying it was her first time ever like, you know, doing resistance training or, or, or anything yeah. along those lines. Yeah. That was right, in her sixties. Yeah. Yeah. And here she is like, you know, on her best day, she, she squats, you know, she squats what? One twenty, one fifteen. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like I, I worked with gen pop and, you know, most men who come to my class, you know, uh, for, for months, if not years, don't squat that weight. And we, here we have a 60 plus year old woman, um, finding the sport and working up to, to those types of ridiculous achievements, but uh, and and then to you know stay on after after an, uh, an outcome like that and and be as supportive as she always is, uh, incredible incredible testament to the sport and to herself. Yeah, massively, super super proud of her. I think as as a coach, uh, yeah, I, I I just couldn't have been more proud of her in that moment. In not quitting because that was the easy option right like that would have absolutely been the easy route to just say no fuck this like I want to go back to my hotel and I want to go to the beach that's across the road from the hotel (laughs) and fair that would have that would have been fair but no she she didn't she faced it head on she plowed on and proceeded to to meddle in deadlift which was just incredible and her you know we've obviously talked extensively about the experience since um just in developing a new block and kind of chatting through new goals and stuff and her her mindset is is back she has that fire back you know we're going to work on what we need to work on and we just we move forward we we learn from the experience and we grow love it and that, that's kind of it Beautiful. So first first session five medals yeah yeah <laughs> this speaks yeah. to uh you, you, i was gonna run through it when you mentioned at the start you know this is one of the the winningest teams in Irish powerlifting history. And it, it might be worth just outlining it at the, at the outset rather than leaving it till the end. This team took home, and I may be wrong, this would be give or take, you know, one or two here or there. This team took home, as per my count, 
10 gold medals, 7 silver medals, and 9 bronze medals across the week. You know, if you, if you were to look at the other, you know, the, the Open and the Junior teams, that might be a year's medal count, you know, mm. so that's absolutely incredible. They are in insane. Yeah. Not the first time they've done this as well. It's this, the the masters, and I take great pride in saying this to the random people that I meet throughout my life who aren't involved in powerlifting. Um, the masters team is the most successful Irish team, flat out, without a doubt. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's it's such a it should be such a point of national pride. And I think we're getting to a stage where the masters are getting their 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 credit and and the 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 credit they deserve i suppose Do you know what i mean and and look this was just another another one of those fantastic competitions they definitely are and for me it was actually the first time that i've you know come back from one of these competitions i go to the gym and there's like some young people in the gym that come up to me and say oh malaga was that looked really great like the team did brilliant and i'm like yes finally we've got fantastic. 16 17 year olds that are watching the masters go abroad like that's that's insane that's brilliant that's the way it should have always been but unfortunately it hasn't been that way but we mm. are we are miles improved on on where we were you know a couple of years ago and to see them start to get the recognition that they deserve is just yeah it's it's it, it's phenomenal and i guess on on that note too just with the sponsorship of their irish kit that's the first time that um they've received that so a massive thank you to Fergal and SBD Ireland for that all of the team like that even that that note that little gesture that meant so much to them they really felt like athletes with that receiving that just like everyone else they and you could see that sense of pride when they received it so yeah again just super super thrilled to see them getting the recognition they deserve incredible Incredible. So then in the M376s, we had Mary Fusco, um, who squatted 115, a 5 kilo PR, bench pressed 60 kilos, another 5 kilo PR, and deadlifted 127 for a 2.5 kilo PR, which is a 15 kg total PR on the international platform. Mary has been flying it. She really knocked it out of the park. This, this one, I believe, she, this is, is this her first meet, or at least her first international national meet working with Ian Grant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah seems right. to be yeah. going very very well bronze total silver squat bronze bench bronze deadlift nine for nine <laughs> pretty, pretty damn good Dana to be honest yeah yeah she she smashed it she always smashes it at the opening ceremonies for us she always represents and then her performance follows and she always she yeah she she knocked it out of the park a phenomenal performance you really couldn't have asked for a better day for her a huge like 15 kilo total massive. PR is is massive for you know, not just a massive lifter, but but any lifter. So for her to to achieve that, um, yeah, it was it was huge. So well done, well done to Mary on her performance there. She seems to be a fantastic presence at competition. I only saw a couple of pictures, a couple of stories, and her energy just seems to be a one. Like again, she's another lifter that will that will stay and cheer in the crowd. She always has the flag to hand. Uh, so yeah, she always cheering on her her teammates and of course the other lifters there too. But yeah, a great a great Brilliant. presence. Love it. The next by my list anyway, the next M three lifter, a, a, another character, in Mister John O'Dwyer. He seemed to have a really good day as well. Now he he just recovered from COVID from from the notes here. Is that right? Yeah. So he had co- he just recovered from COVID. Um, I think the week before comp, he lost six kilos in a week oh. as well. So a lot of weight, a lot of recovery for him to even get to the competition 
was mm. a huge win. He said himself he didn't he wasn't sure if he'd even make it, but he went, you know, because he knew it was going to be his last international as an M3 lifter. So yeah, yeah, he 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 showed up. He represented really well. John doing John things, you know, he just <laughs> won't deadlift from the floor, <laughs> comp to comp, but he still manages to pull a massive performance out of the bag. So that's gas. Do you know, Clarice, when the last time he deadlifted, and even when the last time he did all three was? Because I think Masters went really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a hero. I love it. I love it. That's incredible. And Legend. still, what bench pressing 145 kilos, Mad. and then. Oh, it's mad, man. Yeah, Unreal. I know. He was a little bit disappointed with the with bench there. I think he wanted to go for the the Irish record, but it just unfortunately wasn't wasn't there. I think the the COVID recovery, losing six kilos in a week, Certainly. impacted that a little bit. But look for him to still come out and bench one hundred and forty five is insane, insane. He is he's he's a legend of of Irish lifting. Absolutely. Well, there'll be a whole new batch of records to set. As an M4 lifter, right? That's right. As yeah. Ireland's first. Yeah, that's what he's hoping for. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard some some conversation about that. He's he's in rivalry with um, a lifter in chaos who's hoping to be the first M4 lifter. So he's he's kind of racing her, racing her to it. But I'm sure he'll be the first international anyway. So there's to be a whole new batch of records for for John cool. to break. How That'd cool is that? That there's that's a amazing, race like. to be the first M4 lifter. How yeah. cool is that? Yeah, like that, that deserves just pausing on it as well Absolutely. for a moment because yeah. that's so cool. Two lifters that are going for M4s and they're competitive too. Like you can see both of those lifters yeah. have a very competitive spirit. Uh, yeah, like that's what it's about. Like that's that's goals. That's I want to be. I want to be like John, like racing to M4s. I think that's a really cool, a really cool Absolutely. outlook. To have. I want to be racing Adam to some to some M4 records. Although at this stage they'll be. They'll probably be uh, way stronger than I am. John, John will have those. Connor, you've no chance. <laughs> that would be class. So the M3s, look, a, a bunch of characters and a bunch of great athletes and, and a lot to... A great example for mm-hmm. for ourselves. Or it sounds terrible to say people their own age, but fucking everybody. Like, it's it's their attitude and their their grit is 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 really, really impressive. Um, so, yeah, what a great bunch of lifters. And, and the week only improved or only... Like that energy and that consistency and that that success only improved onto the M2s. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Up, ne- up next, we had Sarah Flynn, M2 under fifty seven. She had a phenomenal day. Uh, mm. One seventeen and a half squat, fifty five bench, one forty deadlift, three twelve and a half total. That was a bronze squat, nine for nine performance, and that was her first ever nine nine for nine performance as well, which is brilliant incredible to do that on the international scene have your first nine for nine there that meant that day meant a lot to where you could see that emotion after her her last pull between herself and jen and it was mm. just incredible to witness there's no one more deserving of that and the the bronze medal as well so yeah i was really really thrilled for sarah a hugely deserving human of that performance so sarah's from from originally she's from my my part of the my neck of the woods my part God of the country her. I know, yeah. And uh, <laughs> her mother comes to the gym once a week um, for an over 60s class and has been for years and years. I don't currently do the class, but years ago I did. And uh, so I had a little debrief with, with uh, Sarah's mother. She was absolutely over the moon That's the day amazing. after. It was fantastic. But a little story. I'm not sure if I ever told this on the podcast or not. But Sarah is, you could say, the reason that I took the dive 
and got into powerlifting. She's definitely the reason I did my first competition. I was aware of it <clears throat> because another person from Bantry, Barry Piggott, who surprisingly a lot of the, the new TikTok head, broccoli head kids don't even know anymore. <laughs> Disgraceful. But, you know, definitely, definitely, what would you say? The, 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 the legend of Irish powerlifting. But anyway, um, so my best friend growing up, uh, lived four or five doors yeah four or five doors down from me we were going to the same gym at the time and it was just kind of like a general kind of fitness gym you know bars and weights and all that kind of stuff which was a very very new addition uh to rural west cork um and even at this time it was it wasn't cool to go to the gym like um would have played rugby and my rugby teammates would have laughed at me and mocked me for going to the gym at this point i was only telling this story the other day at this point the word gym shark was not synonymous with the brand Gymshark. It was an insult levied at people who went to the gym in their free time and tried to better themselves. How dare you? Um, but anyway, um, the, my best friend, her aunt, was Sarah Flint. And I had heard about Sarah going off, lifting weights, doing this crazy sounding thing called powerlifting. And the, the, the gym owner and, and subsequently one of my best friends thereafter, Ray, just randomly one day asked me, he's like, do you want to do one? I know. He was like, I know Jordan's aunt Sarah is going to be doing one in, in, in August in 2015. And he's like, do you want to do it? I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. It'll be fun. And the rest is history. There you go. Here you were. Yeah. Amazing. It's gas. I don't think I've heard that story now before at all. There you go. There you go. The M2s, I'm only looking at it here now. God, there was a, a stacked team of M2s. Um, you would of course, the the goaded Irish international lifter, Karen Barry, up next on the list here. Karen, where to start with Karen's performance? Her her third squat was probably one of my favourite lifts of the whole week. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, we, we missed the first two on depth. But mm. that third one, if ever there was the look of determination on a woman it was it was that it was that third lift uh she casually tempo paused 140 <laughs> for her, an unbelievably fabulous rep oh mm. ass to grass like ass yeah. to grass <laughs> i think uh tracy had actually said something along the lines of like if there was paint on the floor it would have been on her arse like that's how, <laughs> that's how low it was like it, it really was uh but again like fair play to karen for for coming out not ideal missing those first two but she she just she was fully switched on and she was not missing that that third squat uh, it does take a lot for a lifter to be able to do that and to absolutely kind of tune in to those emotions and yeah she she really nailed that so massive massive well done to karen for for that and as i said one of my favorite uh, third attempts <laughs> of the whole week was was that third squat and the look uh, that she had after after that third as well was was phenomenal. She went on then to bench 80, pulled 150, 370 total. Whilst it may not have been the, the total that she was hoping for on the day, she literally did everything she could. And for that, mm. I think she can only hold her, hold her head high and be proud of her performance. It was at her 10th international cap. Like she, she She's an athlete that... I would say all all the masters lifters look up to. It's incredibly seasoned athlete, and she just she's just put in so much work into growing this masters team to what it has become today. Mm. And 
yeah, I just like I, I can't help but just like sit in such pride for what I think Karen has helped achieve because th- this team, as I said, like it's just such an incredible team there. And there is such a sense of team kind of feeling. And Karen has a big part to play in that for for what she's helped grow for the team sessions that she's helped organize for the introduction like she's she's phenomenal at you know pulling lifters into into the sport when you know they may not find it until their 40s 50s or whatever she's incredibly encouraging and yeah I think the the master scene in Ireland is is what it is in part because of of Karen Barry so just massive massive Thank you to to Karen for that, and congrats again on her tenth international cap for the Irish PF. Amazing! I, I would love to see a Hall of Fame come into effect at a certain point because, without mm. doubt, the first you know, oh, if we're, she's if we're, there. She is, 100%. She is oh. the first inductee, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. One of the one of the goats of Irish powerlifting. Mm. You had some new lifters and some very seasoned lifters in the next bracket up here in our M2 or 76 kilo class from from my notes here Marion Kearns with her first international competition yeah it, like this this week that week of competition was phenomenal to have five lifters have their first international cap Marion was was one of them an insanely strong performance 125 squat 65 bench 152 deadlift and a 342 and a half uh, total mm. phenomenal phenomenal person like fabulous presence in the warm-up room like a, a genuine pleasure to to have on the team again super encouraging she was lifting with with Helen and having both of them in the same flight was 10 out of 10 they were mm. they were incredible teammates to each other and yeah just congrats to Marion on her first cap the first of many mm. I'm sure and then as I said we'd Helen as well in that same flight Helen's performance I think was on a, on a personal note w- one of my favorites of the week because mm. I know how much that meant to her uh what, like she recently started working with Ali so this was their first competition together and they've both just done a tremendous amount of work together they they work fabulously well together and Helen squats uh, 120 squat which was her second attempt was a PB post knee replacement, but the 120 just furthered that. Uh, so her going three for three on squats was, ah, uh, I, like I, I, if there was a feeling to bottle that, that is it. Because if you could see her emotion after the third, after her third squat and getting it, I, I've never seen a woman happier in my life. And to be honest, her whole, her whole presence that whole day in the warm up room, I've said this. Um, I think I've said this to Helen as well. Like she was just so confident. Like that was my third time handling Helen and it was kind of like a different Helen. She just, there was no doubt. She was just thrilled, like genuinely thrilled to be there. She was confident in what it was that she was doing. And yeah, the the performance was incredible. Uh, She finished on a 120 squat, 70 bench, and the 160 deadlift, which that deadlift had me sweating. I'm not going to lie. That was, <laughs> that was, that was a tight, that was a tight fight for the deadlift medal. So we had gone 160 on our second. And then I can't remember if I'd called in 162 or 165 for our third. I think it was 162. Mm. So that like basically sticking to the plan, which, which Ali had given me, which was 
spot on. Um, but there was four lifters that had put in 165. Helen didn't have lot number. We didn't have body weight. I knew she wanted that deadlift medal. That's kind of, that's her pull. Like that, that's her lift. And as a coach, as a handler, I was like, shit. Like we, we can't control the fact that we probably don't have more than 165 in us, but then we don't have lot number and we don't have body weight. So in, in, in that, in that case, you kind of have to pull a little bit of strategy and uh, yeah, I put in, I changed the attempt to 167 and a half to kind of put a little bit of pressure on those four lifters that had 165 in and the prayers were answered. God bless it. And it's really unfortunate. Like I hate seeing lifters fail, but I, Helen, <laughs> des- Helen deserved that medal and those four lifters failed the 165 and our, our woman, Helen came out with the, with the silver on deadlift. So hugely hugely deserving of that phenomenal performance by her a phenomenal first comp uh from her like with with working with Ali and yeah I'm super super excited to see what what what's to come there it was evident on the live stream as well you know I've been in plenty yeah. of warm rooms with Helen I know Helen very well I've, I've an awful lot of time for Helen um she she often does I, I had often thought in the past she'd kind of sold herself a little bit short because the confidence all, almost seemed to be lower than than necessary you know based on the on the the lifter that she is the caliber lifter that she is you could see it on the live stream that helen walking out to to the barbell was was a different helen it was fucking awesome to see yeah she believed in herself like yeah. you could see it you could see the belief yeah. and it did translate to a brilliant performance and yeah and you know I, what it, it takes a lot of guts as well when you've been like Helen made some decisions in in the lead up to this one for herself that she mm-hmm. thought would would benefit her. Some very difficult decisions, you know, that you would never take lightly. And and fair play to her for 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 doing so because clearly the decision she made for herself um, paid off. You know, I'm 100%. very very excited to see this trend continue. And and I, I, I to be honest with you, I see Helen return returning to you know peak numbers to 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 pre knee replacement numbers because i feel like those barriers are now starting to just be completely broken down and, and starting to dissipate 100 percent, absolutely i was going to comment on that I, I i feel like she's in incredibly safe hands and i was i, I think it's also worth acknowledging i i would see helen in a similar bracket to, to karen barry that they're like nodes for the masters powerlifting scene in ireland and i don't think it would be the success that it is without them because they have just this they're they're big characters and big personalities and are so successful as lifters it just it pulls people in. I I was going to ask you, Marion being a first timer and Helen being so seasoned, did you find that impact that it, it was reassuring for Marion to be with somebody who who was so experienced? Like it's it's great to have coaches who are seasoned and prepared and all this, but for another lifter to be with you in the trenches who's been there before and and I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but I can imagine to a degree that. Um, Marion or any first time lifter would be looking up to an experienced athlete in their weight class like surely that's that's very reassuring or it's it's nice to it's it there's a sense of camaraderie there did you feel that or did you note that 100 percent. and the rest of the masters lifters too would echo that like Helen became kind of their their little pep talk person (laughs) like she she was incredible at that to you know the likes of I think she had lovely little pep talks with with Bert and with Dave, especially because Dave was experiencing some some health issues. So a lot of the lifters could relate to Helen and 
yeah, she she was she was very much there to not just encourage and kind of sympathize, but very much motivate. And yeah, it was just it was just incredible. It was it was incredible. She's a phenomenal team player, and as you said, very much in that same bracket as as Karen in terms of someone that I think the rest of the the team look up to and have done for years. Mm. I don't doubt her capacity as a motivator anyway, to say the least. Fantastic. And we another another big personality in my mind or another well known figure in the M2s, Lorraine McKenna. How how did Lorraine get on? So yeah, Lorraine did a f- phenomenal job. Uh she had a kind of I don't I don't want to say tough tough cut, but she did she was cutting going into this comp under eighty four. Um, I think there was a little bit of manipulation needed on the morning of just to get her yeah. where the weight needed to be. Uh, but she finished the day on a one five seven and a half squat, sixty five bench, one seven five deadlift, three ninety seven and a half total. Like it's massive, huge performance. I love Lorraine. Like her presence as 100%. well is something that I just I love. Like she's just incredible to be around, and she's a phenomenal athlete uh, and a phenomenal competitor. Mm. One of my favorite handling experiences in my career, to mm. be honest. Um, you know, when you just kind of, when you you and, you know, it's it's only really at internationals or the odd meet where, you know, someone's around and they have no handler and they need it. They need a help. They need a hand. Um, you know, sometimes you just kind of immediately are on the same level as someone. And yeah. I think it's because I think what how uh, Lorraine you know, uh, presents herself and acts on, on comp day. It's probably pretty similar to how I would. Do you know what I mean? So she doesn't want any nonsense. Like, she doesn't no need bullshit. any... No, yeah. no, no. It was just great crack, cracking jokes, having fun. I'm sure this meet was no different. Yeah. Uh, like, the the things she can come out with, like, she's just such, <laughs> such, such a good personality. I just, I just love sitting in the warm room with her and just having the crack with her before she goes out for Brilliant. her lifts. Yeah, she's, she's great. Awesome. Another, uh, another first time competitor, uh, Tamsin Malone, squatting 117 and a half kilos, for, which is a 2.5 kilo PR. Tough, tough to do on the international platform, especially, it's worth saying, the refing was very, very harsh at the best yeah. of times as well. So. We might, we should have maybe followed or started with that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like people like strict is not the right word because no. sometimes it was just wrong. <laughs> and I'll, pro- you know, I might catch some heat for that because, like the the party line is, well, the refs have the best seat in the house and they're always right. But I don't know, I, I, I. Uh, this is why I don't ref because I don't know. I I I'll, I prefer to hold the pitchfork in the crowd. But anyway, and <laughs> uh, Tamsin 170, 117 and a half squat, seventy two and a half kilo bench, big bench, one forty two and a half kilo deadlift for a three thirty two point five kg total at her first international. Amazing. Yeah, I think she she definitely had more in the tank there as well. But first international, I don't know about you guys, but for me, priority is just letting the athlete really enjoy the day if prs happen fantastic but if they don't that's okay like we're there to enjoy the experience it when it's first international i think the there's definitely increased anxiety because not only is it your first cap but it's a completely different location completely different team completely different coaches so there's a lot more unknowns i guess than what the athlete would be used to on the domestic scene so with that increased anxiety, definitely for me personally as a handler, uh, my goal is to just let that kind of 
dissipate and just have the crack let them enjoy the experience go nine for nine if we can and yeah just build build momentum throughout their day and that's exactly what Taz did she's a phenomenal lifter really strong a pleasure to handle and really looking forward to her future performances as well amazing one one thing we've noted here with Emma Kiley's performance using the same class as, as Tamsin was her role as as team manager now I don't doubt that there's, there's a whole pile of work goes on behind the scenes with that can you speak to that Emma does a tremendous amount I mean Jesus, I it's 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 hard to even like quantify yeah. in a sentence just how much she does for the team, not just from an organizational standpoint and obviously getting in everyone's nominations, organizing hotels, all that good stuff. But when we talk about that team feeling and the masters team really lifting and cooperating like a team. Emma is in a very large part responsible for that kind of like what I was alluding to earlier with with Karen encouraging new athletes to come on board and you know get under a bar when it comes to the international team Emma like she's so good for creating this like togetherness if that makes sense Mm. she she has she creates um like Facebook group chats everyone is kind of chatting in there questions they kind of they're already feeling like a team before they even hop on the plane and and get to the competition Uh, so yeah Emma does Emma does a tremendous amount and again that what I said earlier just with organizing different team training sessions she'll do that with Karen there's a lot of uh, liaising there and she just goes above and beyond to it's a lot of work it's a lot of work it's so much work don't forget how much there is to it the masters know. team training sessions like a lot goes into organizing these things like you'll see why the opens and the juniors it, it it's it's tough to get them but for, for that amount of work to go into it is amazing and this never mind the psychological load that all of this extra work takes so so hats off and even to Emma. even little things like Emma, like a, she's really good for in in that group chat that I talked about. She'll put up maybe like a map of the area, or here's the nearest shop to get your groceries. Little things like that make such a Huge difference, difference. Such a difference, not just to seasoned international athletes, but especially to those newer lifters that are that are coming on board the team with their first caps. As I said, there can be a, a lot of anxiety around around it, and those little things like letting them know hey, there's the scales is in this room in this hotel and here's a map of this uh, venue and here's the nearest shop. All of those things, whilst they might seem super small, they make such a big difference to the overall uh, experience from an athlete. So to remove friction from the experience or to remove barriers to enjoyment like there's a lot there's enough anxiety around without being, oh like I need to eat something or I haven't eaten in a while or I need to make sure my weight is okay and, and this and that and the other for for somebody to voluntarily be like I got this I got you is is astounding and yeah. on top of it all an absolutely phenomenal lifter as well super oh, strong like on her best day really? probably has you know up to a 400 kilo total in her and mm. for context you know this is the 84 kilo plus class it's a very difficult class um given that it's it, there's no there's no weight limit you know so like first place total was 425 you know what i mean and for 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 emma to like i say on her best day be within be within 20 25 kilos of that is absolutely there. phenomenal because on top of all of that on top of all of the work she does she's incredibly busy 
as well yeah. in her or in her own personal life right so mm. yeah shout out to emma because incredible shift we love emma <laughs> the great sign off the next three guys and i hope you don't mind me taking them as 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 a triplet are all super enjoyable to watch like warren is such an impressive lifter like whenever whenever i i i see him lift i think it was masters nats last year i was like this dude is so strong and and he, he seemed to have a fantastic performance and i'd put dave warrell and, and bert in that bracket as well like it was great to see dave come back because he's, he's had a bit of a rough go of it and now I know the day ended um, with, with some question marks to be honest but he seemed to have a, a real vindication of a, of a performance and and look it was Bert's like I, I know I know Bert well he trains in chaos he trains under Ben who was his coach was there which was a great a great addition to have but um, for his first time those three guys were just really fun to watch as lifters because they're all very very strong and they all seem super super capable did you do you get a, a sense for what I mean? Especially, I suppose Bart because it was his first time. Do you know what I mean? Was like Warren and and Dave, they're seasoned veterans now at this stage, but all very very strong, very very impressive performances. They're also very very fun to have. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. One hundred percent. Yeah, Warren is just super super strong athlete. He very narrowly missed out on gold deadlift. Mm. Um very, very narrowly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so close. So close. Uh, again, like that's a such a such a competitive weight class and he was he was given a socks and uh yeah I, I love to watch him lift. I I love I really enjoy watching him and and Jen like they, they're just very much on the same page and yeah, just another lifter that's just a, a pleasure to be in the presence of. In great the human really, being. Great human really being. Really great human being. Like, super, super deserving. And, yeah, bronze bench. Fair play. <laughs> Quick note on that class as well. So, the winner, uh, Alejandro Rodriguez Acuna. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I did a little bit of digging on the podium on every class just to try and find some, some you know, fun tidbits. So, this guy's first IPF international was in 1987 at Junior Worlds in Peru. And, and like he has consistently competed that entire <laughs> time. Shit. How cool See, is that? Isn't that what it's about? Like that's yeah. that's it. That's that was that's, 10 yeah. years before we were born, right? All yeah. this year for the most part. Yeah. yeah. A good decade, yeah. <laughs> I want IPF Worlds to go to Peru. That'd be cool. That'd be fierce cool. Dave. Dave is incredibly strong. Uh, and he yeah. he seems to be very chill to start off with anyway in the warm up, but can get fired up. He can get fired up at the drop of a hat. Yeah, he can. Again, he's a, another superb lifter to be in the presence of. He was diagnosed with diabetes in November. I think he mm. mentioned that on his Instagram. So dealing with that diagnosis, and then as he mentioned, there was kind of noticeable losses in in strength whilst navigating that like that's a huge life change to occur and I think before this comp he had said that he might retire from the sport like his his I don't want to say motivation to do anymore wasn't there because that's not quite the word I'm looking for but you know having gone through such a big personal change um it it was tough and again like as with a lot of the masters lifters for him to go through such a a big life change and then still show up incredible now he did not whilst the numbers may not have been what his initial goals were 
it it doesn't matter. It did not matter. Mm-hmm. He came off the platform and he was actually just really happy with his experience. He really enjoyed the not just his own competition, but I think the the week in general and the days he was there. He had a really enjoyable day and his motivation uh, to not retire <laughs> has been reignited. And oh, he, brilliant. You know, I, th- I think he's a, he's just another lifter that just deserves the world. And I 100%. really I, I wish him the best in navigating the diagnosis and kind of learning all that there is to learn whilst whilst going through that treatment and adapting it with with training and whatnot. Mm. But yeah, another incredible individual, incredibly strong M2, like a 640 total on his on not his best day mm. is phenomenal. So yeah, just capable huge. of well over seven hundred on his oh, best day. Oh, well over yeah. seven hundred, and he'll he'll get that. You know, yeah. I'm I'm excited for Dave. I think he's definitely not done yet. I, uh, he's a man I don't want to see retire anytime mm. soon. There's a lot more to come from and Dave Worrell. As kind of as kind of fiery and scary as he can look externally, lovely, lovely guy, like yeah. an absolute gent, and and like we had a coaching experience with him last year. I had one and uh and like the most receptive you know the most receptive things went a bit sideways last year as well and straight away he was like here here are the keys you take control and you know was was so willing to 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 hand the reins over when when necessary so really really impressive one other note as well on this class so first place we had someone who I believe it was his first First meet in the M2s, coming up from M1, M1, Scott Simon, who told me last week he was one of our regular listeners. So shout out hey, to Scott. 816 total, 816 kilo total at M2 120, which would have secured the win by one kilo over our very own Colin Power in the M1 120 kilo class, which is massive, absolutely huge. One of the the most impressive performances of of the meet as far as i'm concerned he's also a super dude to be in the warm-up room with uh, for guy, yeah. most of the week we worked in with team gb and oh he's just he's just another a pleasure was really really happy to see him get that performance really really deserving incredibly strong like 816 is kind of hard for me to even fathom <laughs> but yeah wow just a, an absolute gent mm. and a deserving champion there Brilliant. And to to note, I we all we were watching everyone in chaos was watching Dave and Bert the evening that they were competing and Bert seemed to have a fantastic performance. Uh, two and a half up on the squat with two twenty seven, five up on the bench with one sixty, and ten up on the deadlift with two seven five, so seventeen and a half kilo total PP with six sixty two for his first international and a bronze medal in the deadlift. And I said it to him afterwards, you couldn't you couldn't get a better day than that for your first international and for your coach to be there with you is is phenomenal. So a big, big shout out to Bert there. 100%. On to the M1s. Um, really, really strong competitive team of M1s put mm. up here as well. We had another first timer in Sandra Burke. Uh, well, it's worth stipulating first IPF international. She has done yeah. internationals in other federations. A super season, someone I've known of for a very long time as well. Mm. Yeah, I competed with Sandy way back in the IDFPA days. So I, I, I don't think she would have remembered me from back in that, back in that era. But yeah, I definitely, I know, I knew her. I competed with her, 
and she was another pleasure to handle like 120 squat 62 and a half bench 170 pull she was just on another level I think like her her pull has always been incredibly strong but it's I also want to just acknowledge how receptive she was to us making changes on the day it's not an easy thing to do to just let the coaches make the calls and to kind of give away that that control but she did do that and super grateful to her for for trusting us with that and yeah an incredible performance a funny story with Sandy actually and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing because I'm sharing because I think it's hilarious but she was cutting weight and she isn't a fan of like drinking electrolytes or anything of the sort but what she is a fan of is uh, throwing a little bit of salt on the hand there and just you know giving it a lick and then downing it with some water so it's basically tequila but it's not it's just water (laughs) Um, but she would do that uh throughout her her day in in her warm-ups just getting getting herself hydrated again and every time i would look over i just couldn't help but laugh i thought to myself you know what if it works it works like good woman like good good for you it's very funny it's the only person that i know that uh, that does that but it's actually a great tool uh, but yeah, silver, silver on deadlift for Sandy. Incredibly well-deserved, phenomenal first first cap for Ireland and another lifter that I'm really looking forward to seeing back. Incredible, incredible. The 63s, we had another super season lifter in Noreen McDermott who just had a great day, right? A, a, a total PB day with a 90 kilo bench in the 63 kilo class. Huge bench. Unbelievable. Huge bun. Yeah, that's... Oh, Noreen, again, just a pleasure to see her thrive and, and and grow so much like you you can see that growth in her over the last you know year or so like she's done tremendous work with with Jen and her performances have been incredible to watch um her confidence as well you can you can see that you can see that in the warm-up room you can see that uh like on, on the platform as well and yeah huge huge well done to Noreen she really deserved that day 132 9165 like they're massive numbers to be putting up in a five and a half kilo total PR getting a, a total PR on the international scene is is not easy it's mm. especially not easy given the the like the refing was was tough um and Noreen smashed it and fair play to her massive well done the another instance and and I'm yet to have this pleasure of bringing one of my own to the international scene, but Joanne Cook, another crazy strong. Like it's oh, yeah. it's it's tough to put to put into words. It's such an impressive lifter. The the best warm up room presence ever. Yeah, it 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 was. Um, like I've had the pleasure of working with Joanne since Euros of last year, and genuinely the the growth in her confidence especially over the last couple of months has just been so such a privilege to to witness it's not easy everyone that knows Joanne will know you know squats have typically been the one that has been a little bit more difficult for her in competition Mm. historically and I mean Joanne was knocking out like 145 150 squats and there's more there The there the potential is so immense and her squat warm-ups, I, and I've said this to her as well, genuinely probably the best I've ever seen her squats move 
just mm. because she she was just having a good time. You could see it in her. She was more confident and she was just approaching that bar with with full intent. And it was just it was incredible to witness. Now, unfortunately, um, history repeated itself a little bit on our opener, but came back for the second and we missed the we missed the third on on depth. But again, that's another lifter that just has this ability to lean into those experiences as, as as shit as these experiences can be to go through and no one wants to miss an opener and no one wants to be missing on depth but she takes that experiences those experiences and she is and will continue to grow from them like masters nats having kind of a similar experience at budapest and euros where she only got one of her squats she came out and got three for three on squats at masters nats you know we will do the same and then some at Masters Nats this year. Mm. She is just a lifter that is not afraid to face those experiences. She takes them, we learn from them, we grow from them. And yeah, I I just cannot wait to see Joanne have the day that she deserves. That it was a tough day for her. There was a little bit of a weight cut. I think on reflection it was what, about a four percent drop in body weight not overnight or anything like it was mm. obviously a little bit more gradual but within the last kind of two to three weeks I think there there was a a decent drop and unfortunately that really showed itself on bench now bench is Joanne's lift she she lifted what did we do we did 90 for a very handy single at eight in prep Mm. And there, there's more there for, for Joanne. But as I said, unfortunately, strength just kind of went poof after after yeah. the opener. And look, these these things happen. It is what it is. She was able to pick herself up and dust herself off. And we came out for deadlifts. Now, deadlifts, there, more more was anticipated to be there. But again, I think the, the cut and maybe the experience with, with squat and bench kind of translated into the into the deadlift uh, strength a little bit unfortunately but we will be back and yeah again just super super proud of her for just continuing to truck on with the day and take whatever mm. she could like she she genuinely gave that day everything that she had so you can never be disappointed with that like she, she can only hold her head high with that experience and Onwards and upwards into seventy six. We're gonna. Shanae. She's we're making gonna, the move up. We are confirmed. The, Let's yes, go. We are Let's making go. the move up. Yeah, I'm excited for her because she does have, you know, it, it. And I know a lot of the masters lifters are the same. Like there's just there's a lot of externals there to navigate. Uh, Joanne has just a lot on in general and a tough, a tough job. And do you know what? For her to kind of go through that plus a prep plus the pressure of cutting like that that can be a lot on a lifter so I'm really excited for her to just kind of remove that pressure and that extra stress of needing to cut and just fucking go on up compete in 76 not need to cut weight and just have a good time I think for sure I think I cannot wait to see her sadly I'll be out of the country so I'll be watching the live stream but I cannot wait to see her compete at 76 at Masters Nats. Oh, I cannot wait. Like, I know it sounds so cliche to be like, big things coming. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that is Joanne. Like, I think we, we will, 
we we have so much room for her to grow into 76. She usually sits around 71-ish. So there's so much room for us to grow into that weight class. So much potential there. And that's the word, right? I think as a, a confident Joanne that doesn't have to contend with a weight cut, regardless of what weight she actually is, mm. is, is the potential there. The upside is absolutely massive. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. I'm, I'm just excited for us. Like we, there's been a lot of work done and, you know, it's one of those performances where unfortunately the lights just didn't show it on the day, mm, yeah. but there's genuinely so much positives to have taken from that performance. And as I said, like her, her overall presence, like you could see that growth in confidence. So yeah. we are getting there. We're just, you know, we got to keep chipping away and, and uh, yeah, I uh, I'm just, I just, I, I just sit in, in pride for her really like, a, and excitement because I think we're on the cusp of unlocking that potential. And, it's and just, this it's is, exciting. this is powerlifting. You get to like, in my opinion, it's one of the most beautiful things about powerlifting is that like win or loss, you're kind of writing your own story. You're kind mm. of, you're, you're creating your own narrative as you go, you know? So even though in isolation, you may look at at joanne come out the next time and maybe we'll say hit a five kilo pr oh cool she hit a five kilo pr no there's way more going on there you know what i mean and 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 the fact that you as the athlete and the coach get to experience these these narratives as they play out in in real time it's amazing and something that you don't you can't quite you know recreate in your in in other areas of life you know so it's 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 such a a privilege like like we spoke to when we had you on last time in, in your own um competition recap it's such a privilege to be able to do yeah that's it like i think as coaches when we are as invested as we are you rot you really do ride that wave with them like you experience those highs when there's highs and you also experience i, I don't even want to call them lows because that puts it in a negative uh space but you know you you really do experience all that there is to experience so i just i just cannot wait for her i think she's just an incredibly incredibly deserving human being and you know her day will come like she will get the performance that she deserves because she is still here she's still showing up she she could have quit like you know it's a <laughs> quitting is an easy option and she, she could have quit and she hasn't she sticks she stays going she keeps tipping away and we'll be back and i'm excited for her Absolutely. There's there's so much to, to dig into there and it's it's such a it's something everyone will experience, right? And and I, I don't think to call them lows is is viewing it in a negative light. I think they're very necessary, right? You're going to experience the full spectrum of 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 human emotions and as a coach you're gonna you're gonna be there with them and, and go through it all. But um God, like that's such a far that's such a far-reaching thing. So we'll we'll put a pin in that. We'll have you on again, Clarice, and we'll talk about the <laughs> inevitable highs and lows and just fucking how to how to deal with them, right? Because they're they're due for everybody. Yeah. And I wanted to say, speaking of the seventy-six kilo class that that uh, Joanne will populate, Aileen Muldoon, another very very strong lifter. The M ones, and I think I say this like every episode, whether we're talking about the Masters or not. The M ones are so damn strong and so so impressive it's it's like silly that they're separate the 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 open class but aileen with 147 squash 82 and a half kilo bench and 182.5 kilo deadlift such a strong deadlift 412 total at their first international medal like again like the the wins are just <laughs> they're all over the place here with the m1s yeah she's another lifter that i just have i've so much time for she's incredible 
to watch um her her two her two girls were there as well in the uh, in the crowd and I mean you just you can't help but Brilliant. like get a little bit emotional when you see that kind of stuff when you see you know Aileen have that day and it was such a massive day for her and she actually didn't realize that she had gotten that medal mm. um Jen loaded it Jen knew exactly what she was doing with that with that third pull she loaded it Aileen got it came off the platform Jen uh, shared the news that she had won her first international medal and like you know it was it was an emotional ah. moment it was it, it, uh, it was incredible so when you think about like you know you family in the in the crowd and they get to watch that mm. that's so inspiring that is so incredible for not just you but for your family that that uh, it was it was special like it was a really special moment to witness and yeah just could not be prouder of her for for that performance it was insane she's an insanely strong lifter and she'll just continue to progress she's Mm. doing an incredible job and yeah it's another lifter that's just super super exciting especially jay nats now jay nats between herself herself and joanne like it's gonna be uh, it's that's a lovely little flight Mm. two incredible people correction 27 medals 27 medals overall (laughs) the team did good the team did excellent Oh my God. The, was it the first international? Margaret Carey from Chaos. Another, another lifter. Ben, Ben had a, had a nice, had a nice collection of lifters at the international. Mags is so strong. And, on a and tear. Is, on a tear yeah. at the moment. Look at the last three comps. And like, she's <laughs> like gaining momentum as she goes. 10 kg squat PR, 3 kilo bench PR, 7.5 kilo deadlift PR, 28 kg total PR that was nine for nine day fight. what that, yeah. <laughs> yeah crazy and right up there with the podium right so yeah. it's it's 445 what I see came in like only 10 kilos between gold and bronze I love when a, when a podium is really tight like that and Mag's like right right on their tail like and and I, I I'm not sure now exactly if if there was much more to be garnered from the day but look here when you're talking about PBs like that nine for nine and a medal on an international platform, you don't give a bollocks. If, <laughs> but but to be hot on the tails at the podium, again another very very exciting lifter with, who's there's a lot of potential, a lot of gains to be made there as well. So definitely one to to watch the space of as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I love I love watching Mags lift uh, again. Her presence in the warm up room, she'll just like stand and have a little bop. I have a little bop with her. I love having a little dance at Mags. Like if there's a woman to have a dance with in a warm up room, <laughs> and we should Mags. add. We should add. You don't have any music. No, no, you're no, just no. there. I look trying like a tune. to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just summon that music. It is a silent disco, and it is my disco. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking like a fool dancing to to silence. But look, the lifters are vibing, and I just try and match what. That's what matters. Doing. No thoughts. To quote, to quote another one of your lifters, no thoughts, just vibes. No thoughts, just vibes. Yeah, ah, <laughs> uh, Mag's brilliant. Uh, like they, she really did put the pressure on for for overall podium. She, as he said, she was hot on their heels. Like she is a top quality lifter. Her execution mm. is phenomenal. She is incredibly humble about her strength. Like she is one of the strongest in Europe in that weight class. And, you know, she just another lifter that again, just incredibly, incredibly humble, incredibly supporting of uh, the rest of her teammates. And she just knocked that day out of the park, like oh, nine yeah. for nine deadlift medal as well. Like Jesus, you, you can't. 
Yeah, like, you can't do much better than that. You can't do much better than that. And oh, yeah, super excited for, for her overall because, you know, as Adam, you said, like the, the trajectory of her lifting has just been on the up and up. And Whatever they're doing, they just keep doing it, I hope. 100%, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. The one of, I, I caught a good bit of the, the live stream, but one of the more exciting classes to me was this upcoming, the M184 plus category, because you had two lifters, you had Claire and you had Regina, and on paper, very, very close. Could you talk to me about that? Because I, I it's kind of tough, right? Because if lifters are in competition with each other, like it's, you're, li- you're loading what the, the individual wants and needs, right? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes there's a you can have a bit of fun with it as well. Do you know a bit of um, rivalry within the team? Was there a bit of that, or am I being a dickhead here? Um, from the lifters' perspective, no, there wasn't. And okay, we definitely were just loading whatever was the right weight for the lifter. Right, mm. so we Claire making her her masters debut. Um, we had to we we dropped expectations a little bit and Jen handled that incredibly well and just styling those back to make sure that we put in a really solid performance and you know had the best day that we could and enjoyed the experience and then Regina it was her first international I knew Regina was strong coming into this obviously I you know checked her out on open powerlifting but holy shit she is something else she is insanely strong um and so another you, developing lifter, you oh know, eighteen kilo, eighteen kilo total PR at this meet, like yeah, and there was there was more there. So her her squat one seven five was her second, one eight two, I'm pretty sure was the third that we put in. She got it with kilos to sp- a couple of kilos to spare, I think, but just uh, skipped that that rack command. Um, so just a tiny minor minor thing, but you know, really in my eyes, she squatted it. Like she squatted one eighty two. Yeah. Which and... at your first international, if that's ever gonna happen, it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be there, like... and with the second being a ten kilo PR anyway. Exactly. Like exactly. it's once you if you get a PR on the second, it's kinda like look, yeah. you've done good. You've, you've done, done good so far. You've done good. Yeah. So yeah, Regina finished with the one seven five. Claire finished on one six seven and a half. Going into bench, then Claire finished at one thirty five. Regina finished on eighty five, and like I was kind of, and as I said earlier, priority for me with a lifter that I'm handling, who's his first first time it is to be an international lifter. Priority is enjoyment and yeah. making sure that Regina was just having a really good day and enjoying her experience. But on the back of my mind, I'm watching the board as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you got to do, you got to, you got to watch gotta, Cause you're doing, things. you're doing the lifter a service that you're handling. Like it's, yeah. you're also keeping yourself entertained. Like, yeah, you know, I, I if you're not, it's at, a long week. if you're not at an open competition with lifters that are first timers and still looking at the board, you're not a powerlifting coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I could tell it was going to be, close going into deadlifts and I should also mention that actually Regina smashed the national record that 175 was a national record Claire mm, obviously mm. smashed the bench national record and then the deadlift national record uh, I knew Regina could could smoke that it was the the total herself and Claire were were going to be neck and mm. neck and um, so Claire had finished on 150 for her third her her Ending performance, uh, Regina, 
I think I had called in 195. There was potential for us to maneuver that. I think she definitely has a 200 pull in her, which is wow. incredible. The only reason I didn't load it was because I, um, I was aware of some, I guess, technicalities as Regina approaches absolute top end lifts there's a tendency to hitch and I just didn't want that for her on her first national so as I said priority was going three for three having a good time but I knew that with Claire ending on 452 if we loaded 195 we would total 455 and therefore secure the total national record so that that's what I did that's what we loaded and that's what she absolutely smoked and there is definitely more kilos there that's a lifter that I could very much envision squatting, you know, close to 200 by yeah. the end of this year. Bench, like, absolutely 90 plus. She's quite close grip as well. So, like, it's that's even more impressive that she's close gripping 85 kilos. Uh, and then deadlift, as I said, we absolutely have a 200 pull there. She is 100%. just a insanely strong lifter and a fabulous human being for her first cap, like, uh, I couldn't have, I couldn't have asked more from a like coach athlete perspective. She was a, a pleasure to handle. I think she had 15 people fly over to support her as well. Wow. So like wow, wow, wow. Uh, half of the gym and it was really wholesome too. Like the, the gym she trains with Connor Byrne fitness. I don't know what the name of the gym is, but that's the, that's the Instagram handle anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, they had a little projector screen in the gym and a lot of the members had like seats and they were just sitting and, and watching her lifting and sending it to her as she was lifting too. So, you know, there was that nice sense of not just encouragement, but it was just was really just nice community there. Community. It yeah, she, yeah. She definitely felt that support in the warm up room and on the platform then when she went out and she could see, you know, her son and her That's support amazing. there in the in the crowd. So it was phenomenal. Claire and Regina, massive performances from them. Two incredible lifters. Very, very excited to see them compete as well in the future. Absolutely. And incredibly well suited to the class. Regina oh, is, you know, like yeah, hugely. I think the upside there is massive, and like I, I really could expect to see the numbers continue to get chipped. That deadlift go way north of mm. two hundred. To be mm-hmm. quite honest, yeah. I was well. I was firstly going to acknowledge Claire doing Claire things, winning, winning gold bench as she as she is a habit of the with with Regina. I remember I was the platform manager for Masters Nationals last year or the year before, and I remember. See, I didn't know who Regina was at the time, but I remember her coming out and being like, this is a dangerous lifter to watch. This is absolutely one to watch. So to see her get her first international and just make such a splash is is really, really fantastic. Remind me, sorry, was it the squat, deadlift and total records? Correct. Yes, like, come on, you you can't, you can't do any better than that. Like, big, well done to to Regina. Uh, to, To move on to probably the nicest flight of powerlifting that you could possibly have coached with with Mr. Mark Dowling and your own Benny Gilligan. I was jealous sitting at home watching you handle these two fellas because they're I've I've handled the two of them and they're both just great. Like I, I, I don't know what else to say apart from them being savage lifters and incredibly strong. They're two great lads. Oh they're Again, like, and I, can't, I sound like a broken record saying they're just a genuine pleasure, but 
they are like as with all yeah. of the masters lifters they are a genuine pleasure to handle and it's a privilege to be play even the, the smallest of roles in their day mark just uh, he's 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 one of my favorite lifters to watch so so calm and collected in the warm-up room comes out for deadlifts yeah i say until oh. he's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah he calm until until he's not calm <laughs> yeah and yeah he he brings it for deadlift deadlift gold hugely hugely well deserved five kilo pr on his deadlift there with a massive 287 and a half pull which is just mm. yeah he all, we also had benny my guy benny mm. in in that same flight started working with benny in i think it was october november so not too long it was our first competition together uh what a guy like there's there's mm, there's legend. few words really like legend, he is yeah. just a an absolute pleasure such a a legend um massive squat from their 227 and a half 132 and a half bench and a 252 and a half deadlift seven and a half uh kilo pr on that that third pull so we, we our initial plan was was 250 full transparency that was the initial plan but 252 is the weight that he had tore his bicep on so, mm. like, we had already hit a total PR on the second pull. So, at that point, it's like, this third pull is 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 for you. And that third pull meant a lot to him. And, Jesus, he blew it out the park. Like, that was probably one of the best pulls I've ever seen him do at top end mm. weight. <laughs> it was incredible. He just kind of went into a different space. And, yeah, we had a little, we had a little emotional moment after that uh, performance. And just massive well done. 10 kilo total PR as we keep saying in this podcast that it's not easy to do on the international scene and he smashed it as team members go it honestly doesn't get much better than than benny to be honest just as a fella to have around oh, facts. one of the greatest guys ever and to be fair to him he likes every single thing the odyssey page poll every story gets like from benny <laughs> yeah. it is not lost on us benny we, uh, we really absolutely not you. we love he's benny. He's such a tough guy. I feel like, and whenever he comes into chaos every now and then, he's only up the road. And and I think you and I and Keen were chatting to him when he was up last. He was doing his openers. And when he left, Keen and I were just like, we're such babies. Like, this is a hard man. <laughs> like, he's works a really tough job, coaches senior rugby. Like, he's, what a guy. Like, it's, and, and, I'd be a fairy sometimes about training now, to be honest. Like, oh, like I'm refusing to go out and cite my comp week or anything like that. And Benny would be like, yeah, no, finish my uh, my like 15 hour shift at like four o'clock in the morning. So I popped in to do my, my singles at eight. He's actually a huge inspiration because he's so strong as well. And he's, he's such a hard fella. So no, fucking hats off. Hats off to Benny. And another great, great presence in a warm up room. He's just, he's so happy to be there and still just smashing big weights. So no, hats off to him. Yeah, massively so. Like he, uh, like we, we navigated him doing a lot of night shift work, kind of mm. two weeks on, two weeks off type thing. Like th th that's difficult to do. Add in the fact that, you know, you've got school runs or whatever else to do. Plus he coaches a lot of rugby. There's a, there's a lot to navigate there. And he has always been super receptive to changes in programming to accommodate the hectic mm. lifestyle. And it's worked super, super well. For him, having that flexibility and that autonomy in his training, he's just a pleasure, a genuine pleasure to coach. And yeah, just I could not have been more proud of of him in that performance. And, and that third pull 
especially. And mm. again, as he said, like himself and Fidelma, his his partner, they're just they, they are they are they're the best. They are the best. Like they yeah. they really are the best. They are goals. The support that they show the whole team is incredible. Like Benny was, you know, constantly texting me saying, "Do you want water, food? Like, are you good?" Uh, yeah, they're just uh, they're a great bunch. Another fantastic human being in the M one ninety threes in in Stephen McGuire, our very 100%. own uh, Bryce Lewis lookalike, <laughs> J- just a fantastic guy, and another fella who just keeps keeps on getting better. You know, every time out adding kilos to the total. I think a seven and a half kilo squat PR, a two and a half kilo bench PR, and a seven and a half kilo deadlift PR for whatever that is seventeen and a half kilo total PR. Massive, you know, and I can see that just continue. I can see him continually chipping that every every time and fun fact i actually did steven's first comp was idfpa nationals in 2016 i think we shared a platform i think we did he really? was in the nice 90s guy. i was in the 90s um so yeah fantastic such yeah. a strong guy he's great lifter to watch he's he's i feel the same about warren their their lifts are so aesthetic they're just like really 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 solid and really really strong i i love watching watching steven lift it's also um i guess just a worth acknowledging that he had a tough prep um, mm. from a personal perspective and for for him to have even shown up to that competition was was massive mm. um, he, um for those that don't know his his mother passed away in the run up to the competition and i just really think for Steve to persevere and show up and give himself the day he deserved incredible Incredi- yeah. incredible human i i have the the pleasure of getting to train with him in the mornings in Southside, and it was incredible to have the opportunity to handle him yeah i i can't speak highly enough of of Stee and just massive well done to him on on that performance for him to as i said have navigated all that he had to navigated to still show up and to he was actually holding on to a deadlift medal for ages in Mm. that like he was in the b flight that a flight they were missing deadlifts left right and center and our boy stee look i had my fingers crossed for him i really thought he was going to 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 get a little sneak in a little deadlift medal um but yeah no we, we 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 lost that at the the last i think three pulls in the a flight uh, took that away but you know even for him to be in that position despite everything like jesus christ what a what a human being what a mm. man what a performance and yeah again one of my one of my favorite lifters to watch the i find we're just with everyone coming up on this list we're like another great human and another crazy strong person like with with buckets of potential like the the last two lifters on this list like are heavy hitters and two absolutely two gents i don't know what else what else to say like yeah and like to really drive it home two of the best irish powerlifters 100 ever regardless of age yeah and still very much both of them still very much in their in their primes you know these are two examples of lifters that i often point to when i when i kind of look to the future of powerlifting as a whole and kind of the the distribution of 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 lifters and and talents Mm. i can definitely see in the future m1 starting a little bit later because these two lads are national champ level talents open national champ level talents Mm. do you know what i mean i think i think anto still has 
the the highest uh one of five total in in the country right now um i'm not sure if dammy maybe chipped him there i, th- I think he Christmas. did but, but dammy has the, ple- seen, the, 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 the pleasure <laughs> dammy had the the pleasure of being able to go after him you know so he yes put mm. that on the on the bar but yeah um anto best lifter right yes oh what a guy what a guy uh yeah best lifter so the the plan was to secure best lifter on our second pull second pull (laughs) hilarious second pull is kind of where it's at uh so the i think the part the individual that wasn't first had like 99 point i'm gonna say seven something so we shot for the the hundred the hundred points and i mean he nailed his second pull of three 320 is such a such an impressive lifter such a phenomenal human being again and i sound like such a broken record but his his presence in the warm-up room like he he really is just happy to be there. He really is just super chill. Like what you see on the platform is very much what you get off the platform. Mm. Um, and yeah, just thoroughly deserving champion there. He really kind of ran away with that. And eight oh seven and a half total, huge. Narrowly um, missing his his last pull, which was, in my opinion, one of the worst calls of the the entire <laughs> week. <laughs> to be honest, I think that was a good third pull. But anyway. Um, you know, he's one of those lifters where you, like you say, you're after your second pull, the the kind of the the mission was complete from a team level. So then it's just kind of like, Anto, what do you want for your third? Like, uh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you tell me, bro, because I have no idea. Do you know if, if you say you can do it, then I'm gonna believe you and put it on the bar. You know? Yeah. What else can you say? He's <laughs> He's such a pre- he's such an iconic character. <laughs> to be honest, he's I don't know. He's he's, the he's some man for, for one man. He is the poster boy. He was on le- legitimately. On he was actually yeah for Masters Euros. Yeah, he was on that uh, that logo, little smiley Anto in there. So yeah, <laughs> the only time he's ever been described as as little. Another big operator and a great way to finish out this this recap um, episode in Mister Colin Power. I, I have no words for this fella, Clarice, to be honest. What a machine. Same, Connor. This one, and while I'm on it, like I'll mention the incredibly small flight of lifters that we had here. I think there was six, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, five or six. Uh, which, you know, when you're talking 120s, like that is not that is not a lot of it time is to rest. Yeah. It, is, it is suboptimal, to say the least. So Jen made the call very smartly to skip his second attempt squat just to give him a little bit more time to to rest nailed 300 like what a what what a guy what a what a gentle giant 300 squat 202 and a half bench and then deadlift deadlift honestly got us a little bit emotional I don't mind saying it I told Colin as well so he's he's aware like that going out for his his first I think we were the three of us, the three coaches, I think we were admittedly a little bit anxious, obviously very much internalized, uh, just given the experience that we had had at Euros last year and, you know, witnessing him, unfortunately, tear his his bicep. That that was that was a tough that was a tough watch. And there was a little bit of, yeah, I think maybe anxiety for, from my perspective anyway, in internally going into deadlifts. But he was moving incredibly well 
moving really, really healthy as well and communicated as such. Like he was feeling good and he just nailed, he nailed his deadlifts and it was the absolute best way to finish an incredible week of lifting. Like as soon as he finished his, his third pull, you know, he comes off the platform. The three of us like, you know, we're embraced in a big Colin Power hug, which is, that's a good hug to be in. All encompassing. All encompassing. That's a good (laughs) hug to be in. And yeah, whilst he was waiting to go uh, onto the uh, platform for the the ceremony, like Jen ran out of the warm-up room. Like I knew what she was doing and I, I followed her and it was just to kind of console, like it was an emotional an emotional third pull. We were just so fucking delighted for him to get that and to have, you know, kind of gotten that day that he deserved to go three for three on deadlifts to finish his day incredibly strong and and healthily. Uh, yeah, we were just overwhelmed with good emotion, just just joy for mm. him. So we had a little moment that, and Ben came out as well and the three of us just kind of like, laughed and just yeah just acknowledged the the extent of of what Colin had just achieved because it was less than a year post tear and for him to yeah for him to you know make the changes and recover and everything else he had to do to build back and come out of it on top back on top of the podium where he belonged was just yeah that was that was the best possible ending to the week of lifting. What do you say? Jesus Christ. <laughs> there, like there's, there's few words. Biblical. Yeah. Like gold squat, silver bench, gold deadlift, gold total. One of my favorite uh, performances ever. And yeah, it was just, it was just special. I know Colin as well. We, you know, he had a, a, a moment too, where it, it was almost hard for him to fight back the tears because that's how much it meant. He overcame so much, and yeah, back on back on top where he belongs. No better, no better guy than than Colin Power to do so. And like, so obviously switched from mix grip to hook grip, um, and you know, I had seen, I had seen seen some some footage in the weeks and months leading up where the hook grip didn't look to be that comfortable. It didn't look to be suiting him that well. And then for him to come out on comp day and just pull three twelve point five anyway, like and he, as he's still obviously learning how to hook rip, man, the uh, the upside the upside there is also huge. Like I'm, I'm this is you know, an, a kind of a, a baseline comp for for Colin as he kind of returns to to full form hereafter. I'm very excited. Do you do you know what his plan is going forward? Is he going to do Masters Nats? Um, I'm unsure. I'm. Hmm gonna say i assume so i would love to see hopefully hopefully because i would would really love to see him push you know really push the boat again and and return to the fucking like 8 30 8 40 8 50 territory that i know he's capable of yeah and i think now that he's kind of overcome that hurdle like even psychologically to Mm, to have done that day that was that was huge so now that he's overcome that psychological hurdle almost he can very much kind of move on from that and and grow and just build and just do what it is that he's best at doing and yeah just enjoy keep getting keep getting stronger and keep doing column power things and just blowing it out of the water 100 percent. there is maybe this is a, a note for a separate time but there's something about 
when a lifter has an experience like that, like like Dave has, like Benny has, like Colin has, to have a competition almost as like as a vindication to say right and just to clear that mental hurdle hurdle that psychological barrier i think that's necessary i think it's necessary to acknowledge the impact that 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 a really negative experience like that can have on lifter and to just give them the space to to overcome it and process it in in their own way because like if if they hadn't externalized that that any anxiety towards it which loads of people may not um you you might be operating in a way that isn't acknowledging that and and to give them the space I suppose to to do their thing is yeah. important do you know what i mean experiences like that can hold a lifter back and i think that's yeah you know that can be kind of seen from the week in general these performances when when they don't go your way they can either i don't want to say make or break but there's there's really two ways to go when those are experienced, right? And yeah. the only, I think, for all of our athletes that we have on our roster here, with their attitude, the only way is up. And that's mm. what that's what Colin experienced here. The only way for him was up. He was bouncing back and there was never a question with that. Maraid will do the exact same. The Absolutely. only The only way is up. Same with Juan, same with anyone else that maybe didn't have the day that they were hoping for. With their attitudes, like sky's the limit and yeah just incredibly proud to be a part of of that team absolutely amazing congratulations everyone involved great job team great job coaches some of the to be to be honest some of the best um game day handling some of the best attempt selection in in international powerlifting never mind international you know masters powerlifting so mm. congratulations to everyone and a massive well done thank you amazing Shine. There we have it, everybody. Thank <laughs> you very much for listening. Thank you, Clarice, for coming on again and, uh, and recapping everyone's fantastic performances. If you're interested in hearing more of what we have to say, you can head over to odysseystrength.ie where you can find our thoughts and opinions on a few different things along with our services. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back again soon. All the best. Take care. Bye.